0: Well, hello everybody. It's another episode of We Watch Shudder, where uh, it's a podcast where we watch things on Shudder. We're not super creative with the name. Uh, (laughs) Getting right to the point, telling you what we're doing. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is JD. Who's here with me today? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. Guys, we... uh, uh, so you guys know obviously that typically what we do is we talk about the new exclusive and original releases from Shudder, uh, which they release just about every week uh, on usually a Thursday, sometimes a Friday. Uh, this week uh, happens to be a week where they don't have a new uh, uh, exclusive or original title to uh, to give to us. Uh, but they did do something else. Uh, kind of interesting, Michelle. What did they do?
1: They added other movies.
0: <laughs> wow, well, I uh, I, they... I pitched it. I pitched it right over there to you, and you just you just said, "That's cool, bro.
1: That's cool." I I bunted it. (laughs) Uh, They released movies for Pride Month instead. Uh,
0: Right. So Shudder for a while, uh, they they have these uh, collections, these curated collections that are available on the website. Like if you're looking for a specific type of horror movie, like, you know, I want to see a monster movie tonight or I'm looking for a slasher flick or something. Uh, All these curated collections. And one of them that they have... Uh, For uh, for a while now has been a collection of of, uh, queer horror films uh, films either created by uh, queer queer creators or with with queer themes involved uh, in the films Uh, and this month or this year rather for Pride Month, which began on on June 1st, uh, they added a bunch of titles to that uh, that collection. And several of the titles are all from one director. is a Spanish director uh, named Eloy de la Iglesia. Uh, now, uh, and the film that we picked for today uh, is uh, what I have discovered was his first foray into horror filmmaking. Uh, and that is Cannibal Man. Uh, Michelle, let me ask you. Uh, yes. Before we learned about these Eloy De La Iglesia films being put onto Shutter for Pride Month, uh, uh-huh. had you ever even heard the name Eloy De La Iglesia and did you know anything about this filmmaker at all whatsoever?
1: I knew nothing about him, and I also had never heard any of these movie titles before.
0: I am in the same boat. I had literally never heard this name. I had never heard any of these titles. Uh, As I said, he's a Spanish director. Uh, uh, Came up in the early, his early career was in the last years of the uh, Francisco Franco uh, regime in Spain, which uh, we'll get into here in a bit uh but uh uh according to his wikipedia because i I had to find out about the fella uh i uh uh, i checked out and i love this uh his wikipedia page literally the first thing i mean the first thing it says is he was a spanish screenwriter and film director uh and it has his his date of birth and death Uh, but the first descriptive line in his biography summary is de la iglesia was an outspoken gay socialist filmmaker who is relatively unknown outside Spain, despite a prolific and successful career in his native country. So this hmm. guy, huge in Spain, apparently, was very well known, had a lot of titles, and, and I, as I look at his filmography, yeah, he made a lot of films. But mm-hmm. somehow, uh, those of us who uh, who really sort of at least like to think ourselves fans of cinema uh Michelle and I neither one of us and especially being major horror movie fans never heard of this guy uh and mm-hmm. never seen or heard of any of these films so with that in mind we went in and we watched The Cannibal Man though as I said he'd done a few films before that one uh but The Cannibal Man uh is his first horror film and Michelle uh why don't you hit us with your spoiler free thoughts On the Mm -hmm. 1972 Spanish horror film, The Cannibal Man, directed by Eloy de la Iglesia.
1: Well, I am surprised that it fell under horror. There was a lot of death, but not a lot of horror. He kind of made murder boring. Um, so I did not find it super uh, interesting from a horror perspective and then I don't really like dramas so at the end I was wondering did I miss something about this and I went and I looked up reviews and I did not miss the message I just didn't really care for the message I do understand that it was a quality film I think it is great acting. I like the cinematography, especially for the early 70s. Um, I liked the framing of the sets. All the technical pieces are there. I just didn't love most of it and was fairly bored. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, it's just drama isn't really my thing. Um, It's very rare that I'm into a drama piece and this was not horror as far as I am aware. So um, despite reading other reviews, it did not change uh, my opinion of the film. And I will just give it a, I'll give it a two. I just, I really didn't care for it. Um, It's Mm. not my kind of thing. I thought it was well done, but boring.
0: That uh, is very interesting, Michelle, because I, again, as a person who had never heard of this director or ever heard of this film or seen this film, I, uh, pardon my language, fucking loved it. I (laughs) thought this movie was great. First of all, uh, Mm -hmm. without getting into any spoilers quite yet, uh, I don't understand how you could possibly say that this was not a horror film. Uh, It is certainly of its time. uh, But this movie is, uh, I thought, uh, honestly pretty... Uh, pretty severe. I thought it was uh, very contemporaneous with another movie that came out right about the same time that a lot of people know, uh, which is uh, uh, Mario Bava's uh, A Bay of Blood, which of course then went on to be aped pretty heavily for Friday the Thirteenth. Um, it's it's definitely more of I would say if you're familiar with the Italian giallo. Uh, uh sort of you know it's a it's a it's a killer movie you know it's it, which was the you know sort of the precursor to slasher films in a lot of ways uh those giallo pictures things like uh dario argento's cat of nine Tales, uh some of mario bava's other films that uh are uh skipping my mind for right now and i'm embarrassed about it uh but i thought this uh, was very contemporaneous with those uh, I thought it fit along with them. I thought it did some really interesting things. Uh, I think it's beautifully photographed. What an incredibly beautiful movie! Uh, and I found the uh, I found the story very very interesting. I was uh, I was really taken in by it. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I wasn't uh, super blown away. Like I'm not gonna go five skulls on this movie. Uh, But I'm definitely going four skulls on the cannibal man Uh, uh, should should tell you. uh, And this is something that you'll find out right away, even if you Google the film Uh, in spite of in spite of it being called the cannibal man. Michelle, how much cannibalism is in this movie?
1: Uh, I think if we had to give it a rough estimate, uh, zero. Zero cannibal. Zero. Well, well, zero
0: there's, there is. I'm gonna give it unintentional. Bu- <laughs> right, right. There's. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, no, uh, it was called the Cannibal Man when they. The actual uh, original title of the film is uh, uh, I don't remember the full Spanish, but what it translates to is the Week of the Killer uh so it's not the day of the killer it's the week of the killer it's seven times as awful uh but uh uh and then when it came over to the states and into the uk for some reason they called it the cannibal man uh it's also been known in the much more vague the apartment on the 13th floor which does, <laughs> doesn't tell you anything it tells you at, the location yeah so <laughs> but, that's important uh, uh i think uh, uh, week of the killer. Uh, uh oh. Uh, loss. It's right here in front of me, actually. La semana del asesino. La semana del asesino. Hey, the because of
1: Duolingo, I know exactly film. how that translates.
0: Right. All right. Woo, so well, Duolingo. there you go, guys. This one that I uh, I really enjoyed. Michelle not mm-hmm. so much. If you want to go check it out, uh, uh, this is where you're gonna want to do that so you don't get any spoilers. Uh, if you're uh, if you don't care about spoilers or if you've already listened to the film, you keep on listening here. Hit that pause button before the spoilers come right now. All right. So, uh, mm-hmm. Michelle, I honestly uh, I was very curious while I was watching this to, to know uh, whether or not this was going to work for you. Um, I guess let me ask you, first of all, how much experience do you have? Uh, with, like, early 1970s Italian uh, giallo uh, sort of slasher films like the the early Mario Bava and Dario Argento stuff.
1: Yeah, so um, while I was watching it, I was thinking about how I know that you know a lot about those films, uh-huh. and I don't. I okay. know some shallow Dario Argento things, um, but that's pretty much it. And I know that, uh, what was it that they had an entire collection that, And I learned about the trilogy last month. I can't remember, but there were some early Italian. Oh, Lucio
0: Fulci. Yeah, the uh, the Beyond and and, uh, and House by the Cemetery. uh, Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I have very, very barely dipped my toe in it. And I think it's because it's just not my kind of thing. That's cool. I like the original Suspiria. Um so there's not things that like I hate about it it's just not my kind of art like I get it but sure. it's just it's not the thing that I'm into I don't need a lot of like
0: excitement
1: well, in my also, horror but.
0: Uh, also definitely important to note uh Suspiria was definitely more of uh, of Argento's uh, uh, supernatural horror uh, mm-hmm. for the giallo we're talking about like like his earliest movies like uh, like Cat of Nine Tails or uh Full Cheese Don't Torture a Duckling Uh, Or have have you seen Mario Bava's Obey of Blood upon which uh, Friday the 13th rests pretty much entirely on everything it did? Uh,
1: None of those words mean anything to me. So I have some research to do. But like I said, it's it's one of those things that like. I know as a horror no, fan, cool. I should educate myself. We've all, look, we've um, all got
0: blind spots, right? I've, I've yeah. got mine. You know, they're they're definitely there. Uh, it's nothing you need to apologize for. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there's some stuff. I'm going to make a list. There's some yes, stuff. Yes, please. The, the, yep. Okay, so the the two absolutely for sure that you need to see. Uh, and Pen ooh, in hand. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll get to the reason why I'm talking about all of this. <laughs> we haven't even started talking about Cannibal Man. I uh, don't mind.
1: I, I like doing this because I do get educated. <laughs> Sure. And I love horror so much right. that I like finding out, like, what am I missing right. from my vocabulary?
0: So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, so like I said, uh, Mario Bava's A Bay of Blood. Okay. Uh, and then also uh, the Dario Argento film that you should, that is, so Suspiria is, he has two masterpieces, really. And Suspiria mm-hmm. is his supernatural horror masterpiece. And his Giallo horror masterpiece is a movie called Deep Red. Uh, now, the thing about Deep Red is Deep Red has been released in several completely butchered versions, and mm. it's very difficult to come by the uh, the completely uncut version, at least on any sort of subscription-type streaming services. You can certainly find there... it and pay specifically to watch it, but uh, it is very... I'm
1: curious if the Shutter one is uncut. It it's is 104 not. minutes. No, no the, okay. uh, the,
0: the uncut version is 126 minutes. Okay, that's yeah. what I need to know. Yeah. So Two hours and six it. minutes, 126 minutes. Uh, but anyway, the reason I mention those is that they're really, uh, and again, the, the Giallo style uh, of, of Italian horror films is very much a precursor to the slasher movies. They're movies where... Uh, it's not a, a monster or anything. It's, it's a guy who's stalking and killing people. Uh, you know, serial killer murder type movies. Um, and, but and again, not even like, like Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers type things. Just real people stalking and murdering people. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, and I spent the vast majority of this movie... Uh, frankly, kind of angry that I have made it this far into my life and never even heard of this film. Like, mm-hmm. this is a movie that I thought was every bit as good as those movies. I think this movie is as good as A Bay of Blood. Uh, I think, I mean, it's not quite as good as Deep Red, but I got a thing for Argento. That's a personal thing. And we can't, But it's on that level, right? I loved this movie. He fucking takes that meat cleaver and hacks that dude's face in half. How can you say this is not a horror movie, Michelle?
1: Well, first off, I do want to say that I don't really like flashers. <laughs> okay. So that's another area well. where, like, it just – it. Didn't hit any of the buttons of things that I like. Oh, I love Um, slasher movies. What I did like was his discussions with the neighbor or whoever it was. um, The guy who lives in the apartment
0: on the 13th floor with the binoculars.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. where they kind of have like this uh, not explicit, but like this implied kind of relationship uh, that was building a little bit I actually preferred that more than anything related to the killing and I was just like dude why are you killing people just stop like just stop killing them and it just kind (laughs) of like was ridiculous to me I'm like dude like what are you doing just stop just like don't kill this lady and then you'll be fine um but he just kept doing it and then feeding them to people and I'm like stop just stop it just don't do it (laughs) well, <laughs> bro just stop go to therapy um you will be fine you just need a therapist um and there were like elements of this where I'm like that's really effective like the clock ticking just consistently uh in the background of like the first scene with the girlfriend that sound he design murdering. on
0: this movie is fantastic
1: yeah. and I wrote down this clock sound is effective and then later on I wrote down this clock is annoying like i just
0: Oh, I, I it. didn't
1: it just it didn't hit any of the buttons and it's one of those things where it's like it's art where I recognize why other people enjoy it I didn't it's oh. one that I know there's nothing terribly wrong it's just not my thing all right it's well, a slasher from the early 70s
0: yeah let me well then let me talk about some of the things yep, that I did love about this it. movie so first of all uh the, some of the things that we can probably talk about that you'll agree with because like you said you uh you definitely recognize the craft here. Like the mm-hmm. cinematography here is fantastic. Uh, the the scene where uh, Marcos uh, and Nestor, uh, that's the, the, the neighbor guy, uh, are walking uh, when they take their first walk on the beach at night. And almost everything is in darkness and shadow. And there's just those highlights along the one side of their faces. I loved that. There's that conversation they have later on in the film uh, where the focus is shifting back and forth between somewhat close-ups of their faces. Uh, Just incredibly uh, stylistic visuals. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, One thing I was not expecting, and I sent this message to you immediately... (laughs) Yes. ...is... (laughs) Okay, so uh, we might even want to put a warning on uh, at the beginning of this now that I think about it. I'm going to have to go back and cut that in uh, again like uh, we did with, uh, with ah. the sadness. Look, uh, there are people I know yeah. who would be really yeah. bothered. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. Uh, the very first frame of the film, the first shot is... Like, so the character in the, like the, descri- oh, I didn't do the description from Shutter. No, I Michelle. knew you didn't,
1: but it's also very long. So okay. It's okay. Yeah, that's
0: fine.
1: So <laughs> I sh- looked at it and I thought that was a choice because it's no. a very long description. So in the
0: description on the, uh, on the website, it describes the lead character as a butcher. And I feel like that is sort of underselling the point. He's not a butcher. He works in a slaughterhouse meat processing facility and a, apparently they decided the best way to portray that in this film is to shoot scenes with the character at an actual functioning, currently operating slaughterhouse meatpacking facility. And the first thing you see is cows getting cut open and blood gushing everywhere. And it's all legitimate actual really happening slaughterhouse footage and i was not prepared for that that fucked me up from the (laughs) get-go i i have to say that that
1: scene though in contrast to the rest of the film is one of the reasons that i can say like this is a well-made movie right because somehow that is the most gruesome part the killing of humans is not as uh gruesome at all as that opening scene and so like those contrasts are like done deliberately
0: and oh absolutely yeah there's there's uh this movie mm-hmm. in addition to a lot of things has some things to say just about the consumption of meat in general this uh uh but uh, you're very right they uh uh there is an, an excellent juxtaposition of the the stark reality of those sequences uh because then it, it reappears several times throughout the film there is like Like at one point he's actually wheeling a wheelbarrow of, of discarded uh, butcher pieces. Uh, It's, it's intense. Uh, But uh, I, so I I thought that was uh, like, once I I recovered from it, I was like, holy shit, that was a punch in the face. That's a hell of a way to start your movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I did uh, uh, the, uh, the chaos of, uh, of murders. I I thought it was like, oh, well he (laughs) accidentally murders the taxi driver. Uh, and then his girlfriend wants him to turn himself in, but he's like, I can't turn myself in. They're never going to believe this was an accident, right? Like they're going to throw me in jail. Like they're going to, they're going to, I'm poor. And this is where some of like the, the political commentary of the, the Franco, uh, uh, fascist era in Spain sort of comes in, uh, for those of you listening who maybe don't know, uh, Francisco Franco was a fascist dictator who took over in Spain in 1939 and ruled until 1975 he was a very very bad man uh, did a lot of terrible things uh, but this guy's like I can't I can't even like I can't at any time call the cops and be like hey I accidentally killed some, like my life will be destroyed I might get they're gonna be just your murder you're gonna get executed uh, so he panics and he kills his girlfriend And then his brother (laughs) accidentally finds the the corpse of his girlfriend and he panics and he kills his brother. And then his brother's girlfriend shows up. Look, this was an absurdist level that I really appreciated. Uh, There was a a very absurd element to this movie. Uh, He ends up killing six people over the course of the film. That's too many. That's That's way too
1: many. You should stop at like three (laughs) at maximum. Like after three, he should have been like, I should hide all the sharp objects and just like not let anyone in my home for a while.
0: No, like, I should have taken precautions. It's, uh, I thought the quality of the effects, I mean, again, it's definitely of its time. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not quite as good as, uh, Mario Bava's A Bay of Blood so far as the special effects go. Uh, I think you'll, uh, appreciate uh, that movie a bit more maybe than this one uh so far as the effects go uh but it has that very same bright red stage blood that the italian giallo films used uh it was uh i just i i can't say enough i really enjoyed it and then also from a story perspective you so there was nothing in this story that caught on with you at all
1: i just I maybe was-
0: the interaction between Nestor and marcos
1: the thing is, you liked the absurdist part of how he just kept killing people. Oh, sure. And I was like, dude, just stop. Just stop. So I think that was why I was like, guy, you can just, like, well, hide your knives and Michelle, not kill people. Well,
0: yeah, but, Michelle, the <laughs> thing is, is, like, once you've killed one person, you're a murderer. So, you know... <laughs> if you just just why not no what i'm saying is if you just stop killing they're not going to be like oh you only killed three and then you stop so we'll let you go you know this dude is he's panicking for his life he's he's uh he's not sure his
1: girlfriend his girlfriend was the second person he killed yeah also I I knew I wasn't gonna like this movie. I was like, kind of like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And then their sex scene was so bad that I was like, there's no way I'm not gonna like this. I'm oh. crying so hard, but like their sex what? scene was just like what? upsetting.
0: What did you think of all the really bizarre, extreme close-ups of lips and mouths in this movie?
1: That made me so uncomfortable. It was. It was really. Yeah. It,
0: like this movie has a visual style that was very interesting, uh, and creative, yeah. uh, and did so. Yeah, the, you're not wrong. Uh, the son, I don't know if that's maybe a like a an at the time uh uh censorship thing like in because like there's nudity we in the did film not
1: move right there's, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah there's nudity in the film but there is there's I I was going to say there's no thrusting but there's no I was movement too. at all no. like they, He's it rubbing goes beyond... his
1: nose right. on her neck right. for they're, like a while. They they're,
0: they're <laughs> bare-chested uh touch like laying down together and making out and that's like the extent of it uh, and then she comes and it's like what the fuck <laughs> it's really yeah. bad. Uh, and it but... was just
1: like those things are so quickly cut and it was just so weird from sure. that point forward but because this is a movie that I knew was added for Pride Month in my head, I was like, "Oh, is he secretly gay?" And well, that's why this sex with a woman is so bad, right? And then the relationship later with the other guy, I was like, "That makes sense," and right. I do like that aspect.
0: Of I it, Yeah,
1: not th- like as a horror, that
0: yeah. I really enjoyed that that whole because uh, it's so funny you mentioned that because literally uh, when they in the, like the first few minutes when you see his house and he's like this is a grown-ass adult man and he still has a wall in his house that's just plastered with centerfold magazine cutouts of like women in bikinis and scantily yeah scantily clad like like and my immediate thought was oh this guy is clearly covering something up so he's got some repression here and that develops over the course of the Mm -hmm. movie and i thought that was interesting uh, why? Okay, I'll I, I will agree with you and 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 concede that how or why that necessarily gets involved with a horror film, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I feel like there might be something they're trying to say there about how, like, perhaps the repression of homosexuality, uh, in that era, in, in especially in Spanish culture. Uh, was maybe to such a degree that like like the first opportunity I got in in years uh, was a guy who turned out to be a psychopath serial killer. Uh, but I'll take what I can get, you know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I don't yeah. know if like if that was an idea I had. I can't say that for sure uh so i yeah I, I, I that's another thing i definitely want as i know a little bit about the politics at play here but i'm certainly not an expert of the franco era of uh of, of of spanish history uh i do know there was that great scene in this movie where uh uh nestor and marcos are just sitting at the cafe and for no fucking reason at all a bunch of cops come up to him and they're just like hey what are you guys doing let me see your <laughs> let me see your id just start harassing them for no reason at all and as soon as they find out that one of them is one of the rich people who lives in the tall building they fuck off and they're like oh sorry we'll leave you alone I, uh, I like that that I'll be honest with you that one hit a little close to home that was yeah uh, that was very timely yeah yeah it's, <laughs> uh, it's like oh maybe there's a little bit more uh, Fascism yeah. in American. Uh, never mind, I didn't say anything, guys. It's I fine. heard nothing. I didn't. Nope. Yeah. So, no, I <laughs> I I really appreciated this movie a lot. Uh, I obviously, yeah. I mean, if it's not your flavor, I mean, it's it's not your flavor. It is what it is. Yep. I uh, tried but, really really hard to like it. Right. And just could No, that's fair. You know, we've we've bumped into that with me as well on the podcast mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, So, yeah, I think what I can say for sure is if you are into that type of stuff, if you really like the early mid 70s Italian Giallo films, I cannot recommend The Cannibal Man enough. I really loved this movie. I'm definitely going to watch it a couple more times uh, as soon as I get the chance. Uh, This one, I think, is is a fantastic and I think it's also, uh, again, a, a, a travesty. That somebody like me who who likes this kind of movie made mm-hmm. it this f- I've known about A Bay of Blood since I was 17. And I just found out about uh, Week of the Killer, the cannibal man, at nearly 42 years old. That's ridiculous. I'm definitely going to be checking out some of the other movies by Eloy De La Iglesia on Shudder.
1: You should do that. And if you see any that are not like... <laughs> humans killing humans, which is just not my thing. Like, pass them on to me. I'll I'll give them another shot. Here's what I
0: do know is some of the later ones, there's one called uh, uh, Navajares, uh, one called El Pico, and one called El Pico 2, which uh, apparently are something, uh, some kind of of weird, uh, very Spanish-specific exploitation film about juvenile delinquency uh what uh what did they call this uh queen queen q u i n q u i queen queen is a spanish exploitation film genre that was most popular at the end of the 70s and in the 80s films were centered around underclass delinquents drugs and love and usually starred non-professional actors picked off the street So I don't know. So those I don't know are going to be super, super of a of a of a real horror bent. The other one that I'm going to right away is the one that uh, is uh, actually his movie that came out right after this called No One Heard the Scream, uh, which is also up there. So I'm going to be checking that one out. So. uh, I guess you know that. I mean, there's not really a whole lot else to say about this one. Uh, a, 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 what we ultimately came to is, if it's your flavor, you're probably going to really dig it. But it, you know, wasn't Michelle's flavor, and that happens sometimes. It's
1: just not my flavor. I mean, I like vanilla. Um, that's like
0: <laughs> one of my favorite
1: flavors. I do. So enjoy. I'm a very boring oh don't oh, please
0: <laughs> i i
1: like things that will emotionally disturb me or else i'm not interested those right are my on. two levels <laughs> no, that's fair
0: that's very fair all right guys we want to thank you so much obviously for checking out uh we watch shutter uh, once again, uh, make sure you check out. Uh, uh, take some time uh, and spend some time with that uh, that queer horror collection on Shudder. There are some great titles in there for you to check out. Uh, I certainly haven't seen them all because, good God, who has? Well, Michelle probably has, frankly. But you i know. had
1: seen a lot, but there are some that got added to my list this month. So right I on. will be engaging in some queer horror.
0: Right on. And uh and just, you know, uh happy Pride month you guys. Uh and, enjoy Hell it, yeah. celebrate as much as you can. Uh you know, maybe eventually sometime we we won't even have to have Pride month anymore because, you know, it, it, everything will just be fine. Uh we can always dream, you know.
1: Wow, you got you made me really sad like right <laughs> at the end. So thanks. Sad. I yeah just because like of where we. i are was trying so to decided. do like i was trying to do like a
0: keep hope alive kind of thing and apparently yeah, i really missed the target oh my no, god you, uh, i'm so sorry you, it
1: might have been hopeful but to me oh. I'm like, oh god we are so far away oh, okay <laughs> well
0: yeah, I, hey journey of a thousand a, miles begins you know with what? a single step or whatever that, I, that asian I'm, fella said
1: I'm going to go watch that movie where lesbians kill people and I'll feel better again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Happy
1: Pride Month.
0: Which movie are you
1: talking There's, about? There are a bunch. <laughs> I, <know>. I looked <laughs> all of them up.
0: All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Say goodnight, Michelle.
1: Good night, Michelle.